What 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 is up guys? Welcome to episode twelve. Yep. Yep, twelve. Um yeah, thanks for joining us on our podcast again. It's uh super fun to be here and talk to you guys. So we are we had a bunch of questions that you guys gave us which mm-hmm. blew us away. It yep. was so much it was awesome to see. So much fun. So we're gonna answer those. We are going to also talk about get into maybe a little bit about the hall of the hall of fame the all-star game yep and again whatever else comes up because that's what we do whatever comes up we talk about so mm-hmm. stay tuned breaking news cowboys and dak prescott have a deal that's it no that's deets. All, that's all the deets that they got right now. According to Adam Schefter. Oh, Shefty. Shefty just came on and said it. But the Bleach Report did it first. So, sorry. Sorry, Shefty. Shefty was second. Yep. Um, that's all we got so far. So, in the middle of the podcast, if there's any other news, we'll let you know. Yep. But. And obviously, you're going to be listening to this. It's going to be old news, but it's breaking news as we are recording it right now. So. Yep. So, we broke it. Thoughts on that? Uh, as an Eagle fan, I don't like it because he did very well last year mm-hmm. and kicking butt and then sadly he did get hurt. Yep. Um, but then, so I was hoping another franchise tag would have went on Dak or, um, they wouldn't have signed him and all chaos would break loose in, in cowboy land, but they just got a deal. So there's that. Yep. I think that they this year they scare me, but I think they have a bunch of people that aren't going to be able, especially if they pay Dak big money, they won't be able to resign majority of their roster. I think they have like twelve big free agents or something next do you, year. Do you see Ezekiel Elliott on the team this year? This year? This coming up year? Why? I've you heard be? a lot of rumors that he is not going to be there. Is there a reason? Like he wants to get traded? Not him personally, but just. Oh, the Cowboys. Possibly the Cowboys. I wouldn't trade him. No. No. I mean, the guy still has got, I mean, he's still young. He's got a lot left in him. You just have to keep him motivated. I feel I feel like, you know, Zeke is one of the most talented running backs in the league, but he's he needs to be motivated to, not, not motivated to play well, but just put in the right situation. And um, I feel, I feel like they could do some work to the offensive line. The offensive line is still good, but it's not as great as it was. Yeah. But if they could get back to instead, like running the offense through Ezekiel Elliott in the offensive line, yeah, they they were the best team in football a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Well, it was more than four. What was that? Twenty sixteen, maybe. That would have been that would have Zeke's rookie year and that Prescott's been Dak's rookie, yeah, rookie year. year. Yep. That year when they went, they went, what, 13-3 and three or 14-2 and two or something like that? Yep. And they ran 13, three, through yeah. people. Mm-hmm. And if they can get back to that formula, they could do that. Because they have talent, even on their defense. Their defense is terrible last year. Yeah. They have talented players. Like, I don't yeah. know what exactly is going wrong. Um, I think they have, they're missing some pieces on the back end of the roster. But they have, yeah. you know, Demarcus Lawrence, Jalen Smith is great. Sean Lee, if he can stay healthy. Like, they have some good defensive they players. They have that, uh, Vander, yeah, Leighton Vander Esch. Um, like these guys, they're, they're solid defense in the front seven. So mm-hmm. um, anyway, so to answer your question, I think they should keep Zeke. I think that they have a good foundation in Dallas. 
But they're not going to be able to keep. They have one year, because after this year, if they da- sign Dak to the to the big contract that Dak wants, mm-hmm. which I'm assuming they did if he accepted it, they don't have any money to re-sign people next year. Yeah, which means they're letting almost the entire team go. I think 12 starters. I heard 12 starters really? between the offense and defense are free agents next year. Wow, and they can't resign any of them because mm. all the money's going to Dak. So mm-hmm. they th- th- that's why some people were saying that they shouldn't have resigned Dak because they're giving everything to Dak and not going to have a lot left to rebuild around him. Yeah, and that's a problem. Yep, I I agree. But the, the Eagle and you, the Eagle and me, I'm, I'm not too too thrilled about it. I wanted them to keep uh, Andy Dalton as their quarterback. Um, <laughs> good call. <I'd>... Yep. Um, <laughs> So, uh, but I also said in the last podcast that of the three teams, like of the teams in the NFC East, I also said the Cowboys, sadly, I put the Cowboys, if they re-signed Dak, which they now have to go win. pretty far. Not, I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl. No, 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 win the NFC East. Oh yeah, they're going to, they're going to yeah. run away. I think they're going to run away with the NFC East. Okay. The only other team potentially would be Washington. They if, they, if, they can, if they can find a quarterback. Yeah. Because they just let Alex Smith go yep. in free agency. And they, I mean, it saved them a bunch of money, which I don't fault them for doing that. They could that. trade up. And they could trade up. I don't know how many pieces they have, but they could trade up and grab one of these quarterbacks like Mac Jones, um, the dude from Alabama, or somebody who's going to slip. I think they probably have, because they made the playoffs, but that puts them in early 20s in the draft yeah. picks. So if they can get up to, you know, ten or so, mm-hmm. they could probably land Mac Jones, yep. um, or maybe one of the other quarterbacks if they fall. Yeah, they. I was uh, listening to um, some of what the Alabama receivers like Devontae Smith and um, Waddle from Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle, mm-hmm. and they and they said they were asked the question, which quarterback do you like better, like playing with. Tua or Mac Jones, and they said without a doubt Mac Jones. They said oh. Mac Jones is a better quarterback Whoa. than Tua. So, I I mean I don't know much about the Alabama quarterbacks and stuff, but I think that's that's pretty high praise. I mean, well, what they're saying, and Brady kind of commented on this a little bit, but they, their biggest comparison to Mac Jones is Tom Brady. Yeah, and not as far as achievement, but just simply the player. Because mm-hmm. Tom Brady, as great as he is, he can't move. His nope. concrete feet. Yep. Um, and he can't move in the pocket. He doesn't do well. You just need to put an offensive line in front of him. Mm-hmm. And if you just allow him to have time to pick a defensive part, he'll do it consistently. Oh, for sure. And so Mac Jones is that guy. He has a good arm. He doesn't have a st- strongest arm in the world, but a good mm-hmm. arm. And he's highly accurate. Um, yeah. So, and he's smart. He's a really smart quarterback from what mm-hmm. I'm hearing. Great leader. And so it's like, okay, well, that sounds a lot like Tom Brady to me. But yeah. in, in today's day and age, the reason he's going to drop is because he's not uh very mobile like mm-hmm. like even some like trevor lawrence and he's not flashy right like, he's not, right. people want flashy and neither is brady brady's right. never been flashy and yeah people want it and that's also how they kind of scout people nowadays is mm-hmm. like trevor lawrence is he's got the arm but he's also got the legs and mm-hmm. that guy can run you know like oh, the best sure. of them and so yep. do you think jacksonville's taking him at one yeah i mean i haven't heard anything different do you think jacksonville's moving from one um, I don't think so. I think that that would cause a lot of hang up because Urban Meyer took that job, yeah, knowing he had the number one overall pick. Mm-hmm. And if he doesn't have it, um, I think that's going to stir a lot of uh, ruffle a lot of feathers. Yep. 
Um, so with on this subject, I was going to ask this question. So franchise tag coming up. Tomorrow's the last day. So today is Monday, March 8th. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow is the last day, March 9th, for teams to franchise tag their players. So I have a list of players, and you tell me if that team will be franchised. Okay. Or will franchise tag. Yeah. Will franchise tag the player. So the first one was Dak Prescott. We can mark that one off. I would have said no, though. I would have said, you mean you would have thought he would have gotten a deal? Or you would have thought he would have been let go? I was thinking he was going to go somewhere else. That's that. I, that's what that's I, I thought, thought the way it was going. Mm-hmm. How how bad Jerry Jones let that thing get out of hand. Mm-hmm. Um, Allen Robertson, Robinson from Chicago. I don't think so. No. Mm-mm. Shaq Barrett from Tampa. Oh man, they have two: Shaq Barrett or Chris Godwin. No, I'd rather have Barrett or, or Goodwin. Godwin. 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 Yeah, it's Godwin. But I'd let Godwin go because you can probably sign Antonio Brown in a smaller deal. Mm-hmm. Godwin's young and he has sort of the potential. He's very the young. Yeah. He's like 24, yeah. I think they said. He's incredibly young. And so he's going to have a bright future. He's going to want to go somewhere where he can be the premier receiver. And I think he's going to be. I think he's going to be a good player for a while. I think it'd be sweet if he went to Philly. Because yeah, he would. went to Penn State for, for school. Mm-hmm. He did go to Penn State. But I think, I think Tampa's going to sign him. I think not not as a franchise, but I think they'll sign him as a just on a deal. Yeah. Um. So Brandon Sheriff, he's a Washington's guard, tackle, right? Or oh, tackle? guard, guard. Okay, guard. Yep. I don't know. I I don't know the. I mean, I guess guards. I don't even know what they're getting paid nowadays. I'm assuming it's pretty hefty because the franchise tag for those of you who don't understand what it is, it means yep. that you slap a franchise tag on a player and they pretty much get a one-year deal with you, but they get paid the average of the top five players at their position. So mm-hmm. if it's a wide receiver, slap a franchise tag on them. And if the average is $17 million a year for a wide receiver, which I think it's probably higher than that, mm-hmm. nonetheless, it's $17 million a year average yep. of the top five receivers, they get paid that for one year and they can't say no. So yeah. that's kind of where it is. It's for those players that are mm-hmm. you believe are somebody you want to keep for a year and are willing to pay yeah a good amount for them Dak Prescott they said if he was to sign the franchise tag it would be 37 for the quarterback right now quarterbacks are at 37 million on but, a franchise tag and Dak wants 42 he wants 42 he wants 42 really and that, that's why that, that's why a lot of people were saying they were going to lean towards the franchise tag because they could pay him for one more year at 37 as opposed to 42 because he wants to get paid if he gets if Dak gets what he wants he will be the second highest paid quarterback in the league behind Patrick Mahomes uh, ahead of it's Deshaun Watson. Ahead of Deshaun Watson. Well, Deshaun Watson, I don't think he got his new deal yet, but he want whenever yeah, it Desha- will be soon. Yeah, he's going to get a deal soon, and Dak wants to be paid more than Deshaun Watson will be paid, um, which you can't really like figure yeah, that out right you, now. Nope, because you have no idea what people are going to pay Deshaun. But he wants to be. That's why he's aiming so high because mm-hmm. he knows that. He's if if Dak goes and gets paid thirty nine yep. that next year, Deshaun's going to come and break the bank and get paid forty one, or you know forty two or whatever it is. Meanwhile, I think Patrick Mahomes at what forty five. Yeah, he's or making something, something like that. Um, yep. So anyway, it's not sure. All right, so here it is. It just came in. Dak gets a four year hundred and sixty million dollar deal, including a no trade clause. One hundred and twenty six is guaranteed. That's forty million a year. Yep, forty million a year. 
So he got less than what he wanted, but more than the franchise tag was going to give him. Yep. Right down the middle. Right down the middle. Hmm. Wow. It's going to be too much money, though. It leaves Dallas with nothing. It's a lot. Yeah, that is a lot of money that they just... But that's the thing. Whenever you have... If you think about it, what quarterback is being paid a buttload of money that they have won the Super Bowl? Something like that. Pat Mahomes... He's won. You're saying they're paying him that much because he won a Super Bowl, and Dak hasn't. Well, that, but also, uh, Patrick Mahomes didn't win. Um, he won the Super Bowl, but on his rookie deal, not on his mega deal. Oh right, yeah. So yep. like, I can't think of a quarterback that has won a Super Bowl on a mega deal. I mean, outside, well, Brady didn't. Brady, I, I don't think he's ever had a mega deal. No, because he always took a cut. Yeah. Flacco got to make a deal right after. Russell Wilson was his rookie year. Or not rookie year, rookie year deal. I'm trying to find this stat that I saw. So we were talking about Pat Mahomes' contract and basically breaking down. If you were to break it down um, from day to day, year to year, things like that. So in in ten years he makes up to five hundred and three million dollars. So that's what he make he could make up to in one year. That's uh, fifty fifty point three million dollars in a year. In one day, that's one thousand one hundred and thirty seven thousand eight hundred eight dollars a day. In an hour, he's making five thousand seven hundred forty two dollars an hour. Wow. He's making in a minute ninety six dollars a minute. And in one second, he's making a dollar sixty. In one second, talk about going to work for an hour to getting fifty seven hundred dollars. Yikes! So, but yeah, he's uh, yeah he's still, and he, he's well deserved. I don't see. I think Dak because Dak's in a higher. Um, he's in Dallas. I mean, that's where he can get his money. But I don't. I don't see why he's the second highest paid player in the league. He's not. He's not worth it. No. Not. Um, but at the same time, it's not easy to find quarterbacks. And if you want to keep somebody and make them happy, you got. I guess you got to pay them. But I don't see Dak taking a team to the Super Bowl. That's just how I see it. Hmm. That's a good thought. Yeah. I th- I do. I I could see him taking a team to the Super Bowl. I could see Dak winning a Super Bowl. I could see him winning a Super Bowl in Dallas. Hmm. Yeah, but well, at least I thought I did. I mean, again, until like, that much money. Well, until that much money, and now he can't. He doesn't have a team around him. You know, he, they're not gonna. They have Amari Cooper for a few more years. Yep. Amari Cooper. They signed Zeke for a couple more years. I don't. I think they're gonna try to. I could see them trying to get rid of because at the end of the season, Bernard. I, I don't know his first name. Pollard. Tony Pollard. He was a better running back than Zeke was in the second half of the season. Hmm. So. I can see them keeping like I was more for like watching the Eagles play the cap play the Cowboys. I was more afraid of Pollard than I was of Zeke Whoa. coming out on the field. Wow, hmm. watching him play that's interesting. So I don't know, but here's a here's a an article I read. Um, this isn't the exact article, but it's the same ranking of the all time the the top highest graded QBs ever by Mel Kiper Jr. 
So coming out of the draft, coming into the draft, who are the highest ranked quarterbacks of all time? Um, was, num- and, so- I, was it like my my first guess is John Elway, either Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck. Yeah. So I'll, those, those are my wow top three. Nice work. So oh sweet. <laughs> number one is John Elway from Stanford. Huh. Number two is Andrew Luck from Stanford. Number three is Peyton Manning from Tennessee. Oh, those sweet. are the top three. And right behind them at number four is Trevor Lawrence. Wow. He's I, the fourth ranked quarterback. I, I heard people talk about how Trevor Lawrence, they compared him to Andrew Luck. Is the, like how they said Andrew Luck is the next big thing. I also yep. heard a little, again, this is probably totally fake. I have no idea. There's, but they said, what would happen if Andrew Luck came back now? Like he took his year off and he came back. With Wentz. And Wentz there and he wanted, I mean, he wanted to leave. They're like, what would happen if he went to Philly? Andrew Luck. <laughs> because their head coach was his offensive coordinator, I think, at one point. Wow. That's right. Hmm. Hey, Andrew. I don't think he would. I mean, come back. I mean this in no disrespect because you're sitting in front of me, but if Andrew Luck was going to come back, why would he come back to the Eagles? Oh, they don't. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, no one would want to. I mean, right now, they they officially came out. Well, now, Jeffrey, Andrew, Jeffrey Lurie, the Eagles owner, came out today and said, Yep. He said, Hertz is our number one. Right. Yep. Build the team around this guy. I was going to ask you about that. Yep. So that makes me excited because yep. I do not want to go into this draft finding a quarterback. That would tick me off. But the Eagles would be the team. They would, would be draft a quarterback anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid. Because they drafted, what's his name? Jalen Hurts. Right. But pick a guy, build around him. If it doesn't work, again, st- you're, you're at a point of starting over. Right. If you're going to start over, start over right. You have nothing to lose. You have nothing to lose. There's room. There's talk within this within this week. Zach Ertz is probably going to be traded. They said there's three teams that have been calling. They Called have not it. said anything about what teams, what they're asking for, stuff like that. For the record, I called that a few episodes back. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I would like him to stay, but I'm okay if he. I mean, I'm not. I would I would be okay if he it's goes. Probably, it's probably a business decision. I mean, he's a great Absolutely. player. It's just the big contract, and they're trying to he, rebuild. He wants to be. I mean, I think he wants to be one of the highest paid tight ends. Yeah, top two. And I'm top sure he wants three. to win too. And the, right. I mean, the Eagles are not in a position again, barring what your dad said our last episode, where they kind of regroup quicker than expected, like they did with Carson Wentz. Yep. They're not. They're not going to be winning for the next, you know, three to five years. Yep. You know, and so why would you as Zach Ertz, mm-hmm. I'd want to go and be a Pro Bowl caliber player with a winning team. Right. And he will be, I mean, he'll be a free agent next year. Okay. So, so get why not something trade him for now? him. Yep, get something for him. him. You can maybe get a three. That's what the AJ, that's what AJ Green, that's what the Bengals should have done with AJ Green last year. Is he a free agent this year? He's a free agent this year, and we okay. could have traded him last year and gotten at least something. We probably would have only gotten a fourth or a fifth for him, but it's something. Now he walks for nothing. Yeah, and we're in the middle of a rebuild, and we could have used that. So yeah, even if we were to use that as trading piece, you know, mm-hmm. it's something. They also they also said that uh, Brandon Brooks. They're open for Brandon Brooks to possibly be traded too. Oh wow, I hmm. loved like, <laughs> you know, it's going to be a hard time to be an Eagles fan. It hurts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like I said, I am still riding it. Like I would not be surprised if they started shopping Fletcher Cox, and I'm not saying I want that or I desire it, but if you look at it just from the business decision, right. like they're rebuilding, mm-hmm. they want to get rid of the big contracts. He's probably the biggest contract on the team, right? Other than maybe Jason Peters. Uh, Jason Peters isn't there anymore. I think he's a free agent this oh, year. Oh, really? Is he? Okay. Yep. Well, then I'm pretty certain that Fletcher Cox has the Him, biggest contract. Or Brandon Graham. 
might have it. Darius, Darius Slay. Slay he's yeah. number, they restructured his deal though. Okay. So, which means potentially, which means I mean that he's staying on the team. Um, mm-hmm. But then, so I think Brandon Brooks is actually one of the highest paid players on the team. Um, but Cox and, has got to be higher paid than him. I don't know. He signed a huge deal. Right? I think I think it's Brandon Brooks. Wow. Okay. But uh, so yep, they're just sh- shopping everybody there. Mm-hmm. And I, w- I if I was in their, if I was in their shoes, I'd probably do the same. Yep. And but so finishing out this, this is the top ten list of these quarterbacks being ranked. So it's Trevor Lawrence at four, Jim Kelly at five. He played in Miami. You played Jim Kelly. Didn't he play for Buffalo. He played for Buffalo. Yeah. Okay. Jim Kelly. Uh, is he the one that took them to four straight Super Bowls, or is that Phil Sims? Uh, I think it was Jim, Jim Kelly. Kelly. I thought it was Jim Kelly too. Because I haven't really heard much about who Phil Sims was. I hear more about Jim Kelly being Buffalo, and well, I think more Phil Sims playing Buffalo, but I'm not he, sure. Anyway, yeah, yeah, I'm not sure. Um, number six is Andre Ware. Um, he played in Houston. Um, I remember the name, but I don't remember too much about him. I, I think he's a bit of a bust. Yep. Uh, Drew Bledsoe was number seven. Mm. Went to Washington State. Obviously made a name for himself in New England before Tom, Tom Brady. Brady. Uh, number eight is Ryan Leaf, the yeah huge bust that was uh-huh. picked before Peyton Manning, um, or right after Peyton Manning. He was number mm-hmm. two overall pick in that yep. draft. Um, he went to Washington State as well. Uh, number nine is Troy Aikman, who went to UCLA. Obviously won three Super Bowls with Dallas, right? I think so. And then number 10, this one got me. Josh Allen out of Wyoming. What? I don't even think he was the top pick in his draft. Wasn't it Baker? I think Baker was the top pick in that draft. I don't even think he was the second overall no. quarterback either. I think Baker was one. So out of the top quarterbacks ever coming out of college into the nfl draft josh allen is number 10 that's shocked me yeah that's very surprising but hey huh. i you know what i called i'll admit it i i said that josh allen was going to be a bust when he was coming into the league he was a runner he had a big arm but he wasn't very accurate mm-hmm. and well a I, lot of people felt that way yeah and i also but. didn't like his leadership style he wasn't a very he's not a very outspoken guy even now he's not yeah but he leads with his play and something i don't know what it is that quarterbacks do to correct their accuracy but whatever it is he did it like he's oh, a very sure. very accurate quarterback now but he was not that guy in college and he did it in one year yep but like he wasn't even that accurate last year right and all of a sudden it's i think i don't yeah, I don't know of any other quarterback that has done that. So it's tough. Also, um, as a huge Bengal fan, um, what was your thought? I mean, Carlos Dunlap is now a free agent. <laughs> Seattle released him. Did they? They did. Did not know that. Yep. Did not know they, they released put in him. a lot of money. I think to get him, or I don't know what they did to get him from the Bengals, but whatever they did. I forget what we got. But probably draft picks. Yeah. They're probably, go- I mean, they're gone now because they used him for a year and he's gone. They released him and Bengals get their draft picks. Wow. I wonder, well, that's exactly what the Bengals should have did with AJ Green. Mm-hmm. Like I said earlier is one year. I did not know that they released him. Um, I wouldn't have been surprised if it was like, you know, the end of his deal or something and he was a free agent. But I did not know that. But He's not going to come back to the Bengals. He was incredibly upset when he played in Cincinnati. 
um, and on his way out. But I could see him going to, you know, he's going to be one of these guys that go in and he plugs in. He's not going to be the, the guy that has to carry the defensive line like he has been for a while. He should go to a team like uh, Arizona. Put him in the rotation. Wow. With, with J.J. Watt and Chandler hmm. Jones. He can play the 4-3 the defense. Actually, you know what? That's interesting. Does Arizona play the 4-3 defense or a 3-4 defense? They play a 3-4. They do. Because Chandler Jones is a they say, he's Lot, a linebacker. Outside linebacker, okay. And then J.J. Watt will play interior defensive end. Probably, he yeah. Won't play, he's too big for linebacker. Yeah, he doesn't. he can't move like that. So then Dunlap probably wouldn't fit well in that team because Dunlap has been a great 4-3 defensive end that gets after the quarterback. He's not very good in the interior, or at least I don't see him being very, very good in the interior. All right, now that we talked about uh, some football, let's quick hit on the NBA. Obviously, we have the all-star break real quick. Uh, After that, we'll get to your questions, but NBA all-star game. Did you? I did not watch it. I did see some, some things about it, but I did not end up watching it either. Okay. Um, I I wasn't really wanting to really watch it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's hard to. I'm, I enjoy watching the highlights because I mean it's just the highlights. But I mean they're not playing for anything. No. Nothing at all. Like there's no defensive. No, it's point. no defense. No nothing. They. I mean they made the the rule that you played 170 whoever gets 171st wins mm-hmm. and last year i guess was pretty good i mean mm-hmm. but again you have the fans you have everybody there no one really wanted to play in the all-star yeah. game there's no fans there's i mean there's nothing really you're you're playing for yeah um it's just another opportunity to be exposed or another opportunity to mm-hmm. get hurt or something crazy like that but um it's I mean, seeing some of the highlights is fun seeing, you know, Steph Curry, Lillard Mm -hmm. just shoot half court shots and making it. Two in a row. Two in a row. It was, yeah, Lillard Lillard came up the court, shot one from 48 feet, banged it in, and Mm -hmm. then... Anything you can do, I can do better. Yeah, Kyrie came came back and um, got a quick, like, fast break layup. Yeah. um, Because, again, no defense. Mm -hmm. They quick inbound and did it again to Steph Curry, came up half court pulled up from 48 again boom but it, it also looked like everybody on the on lebron's team was ha- they were having fun yep it looked like they were no one on duran's team looked like they were even enjoying their time there yeah i was i don't know because again i didn't watch it but but from what i hear they it was a fun game to watch that's what everybody was saying they were doing really cool alley-oops they were taking i mean they were jacking up shots then they they said i heard that on the sideline LeBron was having the time of his life on the sideline yeah. because he was just like he barely played. I think he only scored like maybe twelve points. I thought he. I thought it only said like six. Yeah, four, yeah. yeah it like wasn't that. a whole lot of points, and he only played I think sixteen minutes or so. Yeah, and so, but he was having fun because he would go and like as Damian Lillard and Steph Curry were playing, he would just like egg them on like, oh, take one from thirty-five. They'd <laughs> knock it down, and then they'd be, okay, we'll take one from thirty-eight knock it down take one from 40 knocked it down and he was just having the fun with them like mm-hmm. telling him to go further go further go further and like I mean, he's never he's never played with anybody like that no and like it's so interesting because we're so used to seeing lebron especially with curry be a rival of curry mm-hmm. um and you know yeah. not enjoy him and this time they had a blast playing together and yeah. so it was cool the other thing was Giannis. 
I mean, Giannis killed it. He was a, what did they say? 16 for 16? 16 for, didn't miss a shot the whole night. 16 for 16, including three pointers. Like he, he two threes. Up, was it two? Two threes and he banked one. Banked one. Yeah. I saw <laughs> the banked one, bank shot. Um, but yeah, it was just, it was wild. Like it was very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard, so I heard a take that, mm-hmm. so LeBron like thoroughly enjoyed his time with, with Steph. Mm-hmm. Next year. Steph has done on his like his his last year. After with that, Golden, with Golden like he's State, he's a free agent. He's a free agent. There was they're like so. Also, times at the All Star games are like, hey, what's going? Like, what, what are you doing? You yeah. want to come over here? Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Do you think they would ever team up? Um, that's really hard to imagine. Off, like, off like the if cuff. if Steph Curry was to go to Golden State, or, or I mean, sorry, uh, LA. LA, yeah. That's really hard. Like, so initially I say no, but I've seen crazier things. I was completely blown away when LeBron went to Miami. And so yep. when, when you see crazy things happen, I would definitely wouldn't put it past them. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I mean, Steph Curry would be a great player for LeBron to team up with at the end of his career, especially Absolutely. when they have AD there. Like that was a great big three for LeBron to go out strong. Or what if LeBron part. went to Golden State? I don't know that he would. I don't think he would go to Golden State because, I mean, could you imagine Steph clay thompson still being yeah in golden state with lebron yeah both I, of the pull-up shooters no yeah. i think lebron likes the market in la and he's oh, yeah. gonna, and lebron's gonna be in hollywood for the rest of his life mm-hmm. like he's gonna be doing movies and stuff like that he has a production company by the way stuff. space jam 2 is coming out yep. soon mm-hmm. so he's gonna be doing that stuff the rest of his life yep. and he's gonna be living in la the rest of his life you don't want to be screwing up with the la lakers <laughs> nope right before you live a life there so you want to end well. I think he's probably going to end his career in the, in, in the Lakers. Um, I can see Curry going. Like the, the other thing is that Curry and, and LeBron, they were actually born. I actually just found it. I knew they were both from Akron, Ohio, but yeah. I did not know. They were actually born in the same hospital. Yeah, I heard that. I didn't know that. Yep. And so I just found that out, I think today or yesterday or something. Mm-hmm. And so. It's crazy. Do I see Steph Curry and LeBron James <laughs> are playing together? No, but I also didn't know that it's they also, were born in the same hospital. It's also, it's very intriguing. Yeah, because I mean, so other news that happened this week with Blake Griffin. Yeah. Now coming to the Brooklyn Nets, mm-hmm. you have the team of James Harden, Kevin Durant, if you can be healthy, um, Kyrie, and now Blake Griffin, and then you have I mean you have DeAndre Jordan as your center. Mm-hmm. So, um, say they win, say they end up winning a championship this year, and they're like, hey, let's keep this band together. You got to do yeah. something big because Golden. You, you have to do something big. Even Golden State with Clay Thompson, as as big of a contender they are, mm-hmm. they're they're not going to stack up well against Brooklyn. Right. Not that team. Yeah. They need another piece, or Clay needs to go somewhere, else, or Steph yeah. needs to go somewhere else, and Clay for that matter. That would be fun if they just travel together. Yeah, I mean that's that would be, so much money though. Yeah. And they already have LeBron on a big deal. They already have Anthony Davis on a big deal. I forgot, man. So I mean that's just too much money for them to mm-hmm. to go over. Yeah. Um, but I think so. Here's How a question you, yeah. for you about Blake Griffin: mm-hmm. Is it now a big four in Brooklyn? Would you consider that a big four? Yeah, in a different way. Okay. All everybody's. I mean, well, all four of them are now shooters. Yep. Blake Griffin can now pull up, mm-hmm. but Blake Griffin can also back you down. Right. And 
beat you in the paint. Mm-hmm. Um, people will not see him as a big four. They're just going to see another key piece and still say the big three yep. because he's not a huge ball handler, stuff like that. But I don't really know if Blake Griffin was really ever a huge, like I know they said they would always put Chris Paul, then they would put Blake Griffin. I, I mean, in my opinion, yep. that's how it was. I agree. Blake Griffin was never the number one, like, he was a leader as well, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I would I would say yes if, if they're going to use him right. Bunch of man, um, pick and rolls mm-hmm. all day. Yep. No, I think to, yeah, I think he's going to be. I think he's going to be great in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. The numbers aren't going to show it because mm-hmm. obviously there's only so many points they can go around. Yeah. But he's going to be fantastic. He's mm-hmm. a great fit in Brooklyn. I think it is a big big three. Um, I heard or a big four. Sorry. Yeah. Um. But, you know, obviously Blake Griffin's known. And most people haven't seen Blake Griffin play in a while because he's in Detroit mm-hmm. and he's not really big market Detroit's or not anything. really relevant. Yeah. So you probably haven't seen Detroit play ever since, like, Rip Hamilton and Chauncey Billup mm-hmm. and all those guys. But nonetheless, um, Blake Griffin's been having – he's been developing his, his career there. And we talked about this a little bit on the show before yeah. or on the podcast before. And uh, he he's developed into a wing player. And yeah. what I thought was interesting, I actually heard today on Max Kellerman show, um, was he hasn't dunked the ball at all this year. He doesn't have one dunk this entire year. And so it just goes to show how much he's changed his game because mm-hmm. when he was in LA with Chris Paul and DeAndre Jordan and those guys. Lob City. Yep, Lob City just dunks all day long. That's all he did. Yep. And but he's developed his game. Again, I said it before. Whoever's listening has not seen and has not seen Blake Griffin play recently. Look up some highlights of him in Detroit, because he's deve- he's a completely different player. Yeah, he's you know he can he's not a ball handle like I wouldn't have him running point on the team. Right, but he's a guy that you can pitch it out to the wing and he can create his own shot. And he's never going to run point. No, and he they won't. they have three people that could run point. Right, and and yeah. and, and Den Whittle's injured, and Den Whittle probably won't be there next year oh, when he comes that's back. True. But he's another guy who could run point. Yeah, but. They don't need him. That's why. That's why I'm saying I think he's going to be a great fit in Brooklyn because he doesn't need to be the guy. Mm-hmm. He doesn't even need to be the second guy or the third guy. He just needs to be a role player that's going to fill middles and he's going to play because they play small ball. They can still they, all those guys can play small ball, but mm-hmm. they're still big. Like that's Durant's true. almost seven foot tall. Yeah. Uh, you know Blake Griffin's six foot ten and mm-hmm. can pull up from three. So like it's a it's it, like that lineup. Uh, you know it, and throw. Joe Harrison there. Oh my. That is one of the best shooting lineups of all time mm-hmm. because everyone there is over 36, probably 37% from three. Mm-hmm. All, all, you know, five yeah. of those players. Like it's incredible. So do you see, is he going to be in the starting lineup? Uh, I think he will eventually, maybe not right away because the, the other guy who's taking those minutes is, uh, is Jeff Green like they're, oh, they're right. saying he's gonna he's gonna push into Jeff Green's role, and Jeff Green will be more of a reserve. They'll probably mm-hmm. bring him in. The other the other thing is if they decide to start Joe Harris and DeAndre Jordan, mm-hmm. um, like they could do that. Like Joe Harris and then have Griffin bring yeah. in valuable minutes off the bench. They could do that. I think it's gonna work well to start them pull, pull DeAndre Jordan off the bench, mm-hmm. and and have Blake Griffin at, at, at the, the five. five. I think they should he's, have him at the five. I heard today on. Uh, Golik and uh, Janae and Golik. Janae and Golik. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, that he has never, he's started every game in his career. Oh wow! He's never, he's never played, he's never played on the bench. Wow. Ever. So that's interesting. Yeah. Because he was a stud from day one. Mm-hmm. He's. I still think he's great. Yeah. 
Um, so not then, great. not great. He's good. So then, do you see? Say it was. I guess I would be countering one of them, but with, with the shooting, you said one of the greatest shootings of all time. Where would you put that compared to the Warriors when it was? Steph, Clay, KD. You had Draymond Green. I forgot who they. I mean, he's not a huge shooter, but yeah, I forgot the other one. I forget who would have been the fifth in the starting lineup. But yeah, I mean, individual. I'm just saying, top to bottom, a starting five where yeah. all five of those people can shoot. True. I don't know that we've ever had a starting lineup where all those guys can shoot as consistent as all of them. Like the the Warrior, but like Draymond can shoot the three, but he's not yeah. a gr- he's not as good as Blake Griffin at shooting the three. He's oh, not as good not. as Kevin nope. Durant or anything like that. So like, can he shoot? Yeah, absolutely. But he's not like I'm talking about the level consistently across the entire starting five. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the best starting five as far as three-point shooting goes that we've ever seen i think that's true um again as a a total as a as a team is where the warriors better probably because clay and curry are as good as most of the teams in the league by themselves yeah so like i mean you it's hard to say that they're a better team overall at shooting the three but i'm just talking about starting lineup like man top to bottom every single person you gotta you gotta get out on the on the outside and then Mm -hmm. you have like blake griffin like i mean you just envision the plays where Kyrie has the ball on the outside, kicks it out to James Harden, and like they, the the defense, you know, has to cover switch, you know, switch to you know run down James Harden off the three point line. He drives mm-hmm. the lane, and there's somebody uncovered. Who's that somebody? Probably either Durant, because you know the wing had to come in, and he now he's driving or he's he's a uh, cutting baseline yep. for an alley oop. Or Blake Griffin cutting baseline for the alley-oop. You know what I mean? And she's going to be all day long because defenses yeah. are going to be playing inside, right? And mm-hmm. they're going to be they're going to be chasing them out on the on the three-point line, yeah. stopping the three all game long, which opens up the ability to drive, which KD, Kyrie, mm-hmm. and James Harden are all literally some of the best in the league yeah. at penetrating the defense. So if you have a – I mean, it's perfect. Yeah. It's a perfect offense. Again, that starting five, the, the the question mark for the Nets, and I still say this, I don't know, even with all that, I don't know that they're a championship contender. Well, they yeah. are a contender. Yeah, I don't know if they're a favorite right. because of the chemistry. I don't know if the personality, the personality is what... I don't know. They're doing great, though. So far. So far, yeah. But they haven't had a game seven, 10 seconds... Who's taking the With shot? the game on the line. That's a good point. That is what I'm worried about. Mm-hmm. I want to get to the Eastern semis, semis against... You know, I don't know the Sixers. Let's just say Sixers, okay, or the Bucks, playing one of the great. You know, Giannis, one of the best players in the league. Who's gonna Who's gonna put the put the nail in the coffin on Giannis? Because all three of those players want to do it. Hmm. And yeah. I don't. It needs to be Durant. Oh, for sure. I think everybody Absolutely. knows it needs to be him. But the pride in James Harden and Kyrie Irving, I don't think will be broken. I think. I think James Hart. I think it's not James Harden. I think it's Kyrie. I think it's the Kyrie, the pride in Kyrie, more than the more than what it is in James Harden. I would agree that it's more, but I think that James Harden is still a problem a little yeah. bit. Again, when it comes down to the end, I think James Harden still wants to be that guy. Although mm-hmm. he has been, I mean, phenomenal. He's winning me over a little bit. Like oh. he's a great player. I hated him in Houston. I did too. <laughs> and so he's winning me over a little bit. Yeah, but. it's it's been fun. And then uh, there was so then I also heard so for the Lakers. Um, back in when Kevin Durant tore his ACL, um, mm-hmm. or is not his ACL, sorry, his Achilles. Achilles. Mm-hmm. A couple games before, he strained his calf. Right, 
Okay. Now, they said Anthony Davis has that exact strain, oh. basically, that Kevin Durant has. And people back when that happened, such as, um, this is what they said on, uh, I forgot what show, mm-hmm. but Rich Paul, who is their agent, agent said, if it was me, I would have never put, put Kevin Durant back in, ever. Oh, wow. Anthony Davis has something similar. Now he is Anthony Davis's agent. Does he go back in? Well, I've heard... Like they were ripping the Golden State Warriors because they put him in. Mm-hmm. This guy has the same, almost the same exact strain. Do you put him in? I've uh, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't. I've I've heard that the Lakers are going to hold him out for the rest of the year outside of the playoffs. Okay, I I see that yeah. because also it being LeBron's thirty six. Yep. LeBron wants to win. Yep. Like, are they going to try to bring him back in? You ha- you have to re you have to regroup and you reevaluate his calf or whatever it may be mm-hmm. in Anthony Davis when that time comes. Yeah. But if it's something similar to that, I would not play him one more regular season game at all. Yeah. And because the regular, like. It doesn't mean anything. NBA is postseason basketball. The real season starts in April. Like mm-hmm. April and May is the real NBA season. Mm-hmm. As much like I'm a fan and I watch it during the regular season stuff, but it really doesn't matter. Right. Um, it, when, if you can make it in, like this year, the home court advantage, home court advantage means nothing. This year? This year. No fans. Oh right, yeah, yeah. So yeah. like, as long as you make the playoffs, I think you're. Unless there's Lakers wise, them. that's true. Lakers wise, if you just make the playoffs, you're gonna be fine. Right. Yep. Yeah, so. and and they're and they're gonna make the playoffs even even if even if he doesn't play another game yeah. this entire year, the Lakers mm-hmm. are still a playoff team. They're still sure. take Anthony Davis on it. They're still a playoff team regardless, even if mm-hmm. he didn't play a game at all this year. That's how good they are. Mm-hmm. But yet. And then you throw Anthony Davis on there, and that's why they're far and above the yeah. championship favorite, or at least right. at the beginning of the year before James Harden got traded in the Nets. Um, and so, th- I mean, they're going to make the playoffs. If I were the Lakers, I wouldn't play Anthony Davis one more minute. Yeah. Unless, uh, other than maybe getting him reacclimated come the last, maybe, I don't know, mm-hmm. five games of the season, play him for 12 minutes a game, just to kind of get, get him going, going, get him loose. That makes sense. And so he's fully 100% mm-hmm. um, for the playoffs. That's what I would do. What they do, I have no idea. I, I mean, yeah, it's hard to say. I think they should play it safe, but there's there's no reason not to. There's really no reason not to. Yep. It's a dumb call if they don't. Yeah, is is Utah for real? I mean, <laughs> they look like it, but they've looked like it before. Yeah. I mean, it's what it's what everybody's saying is like, Utah, do it in the playoffs. Yeah, do it in the playoffs. Like, yeah. I want to believe in you. I like Donovan Mitchell, but it's like, yeah. I mean, they okay. have a good team. They're a really good, good team. Team, and that's and there's no huge. I mean, Donovan Mitchell, mm-hmm. I mean Rudy Gobert, but they're a team, and they move the ball around. They're killing their opponents. Yep. ten points plus almost yep. every game. And their best best three point shooting team in the, in the league. league. Okay, and they know. don't have like like they're the best three point shooting team in the league. Who's who's their best shooter? Like Donovan Mitchell's great. Mm-hmm. He's a good shooter, but he's not like no. He's not a great. He's, not a, he's not a Curry. Right. Neither is Conley, although yeah. he's great. It, actually, he went to the finals against Curry in the three-point shootout, which I was completely shocked by. Conley did. Conley did. He okay. was the one against Curry, and Curry hit like – it was actually Curry's very last ball that he had to shoot. If he made it, he, he won. won. If, if he, he lost, lost it, wow. Conley would have won, and he knocked it down. And so, super clutch. But anyway, Conley was like – he's not – Conley is no. not a Steph Curry or anything like that. Mm-mm. But yet, as a team, because they moved the ball so well, they're the best three-point shooting team in the league. And That's cool. 
And then they ultimately have one of the best defenses, if not the best defense in the league. Everybody on that team plays defense, Mm -hmm. every single person. And so that's, that's what makes it so dangerous, but you need to keep that up come playoff time. And Mm -hmm. they just never have. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, prove me wrong, but I haven't done it yet. All right, so I recently just saw this come across my uh, Bleacher Report app, and every Saturday there's this thing called Fan Controlled Football, the FCS, or FCF. Hmm. Um, So I didn't know anything about it, and then on ESPN Radio they said Johnny Manziel signed. Mm -hmm. So Johnny Manziel is a quarterback, and Josh Gordon is now a receiver. On right. one of the teams. So mm-hmm. fan controlled football is basically fans voting for the play that they want to happen next. Hmm. It's on Twitch. That's how they live stream it. So you basically you get on on your phone, you log in, when the game's going on, you pick a team. So whatever team is playing, say I think it's the Zappers. I think that's the team that Manzel's on. And um so yeah, you draft your you pick your team. And then you, whenever the game happens or whenever it starts, like four plays come up. Like if you remember playing the game Blitz? Yep. Basically, it's like that. Okay. You have four plays that come on and you pick a play and you pick who they want to throw it to. So like, I think it's majority rules on that. Okay. If you're correct, if that's what happens and you're correct, as a fan, you move up in the leaderboard. Hmm. Basically, it's almost like a version of fantasy football, live, directly what's going on. So you move up every play. You move up. Like, once you get up to the top, I guess they listen to you. They'll, they'll be able to listen to you more. They are some. You're basically competing to see if you're a great football predictor, whatever. I don't so know. So like are, you, are you voting to predict the next play or are you no, actually you're voting, choosing it? You're, you're actually cho- – like, I think you're actually choosing it. So in a moment but, – it's major. I believe it's majority rule. Right. So in a moment, okay. There's four plays. So it's halfback draw, halfback screen, uh, hail mary, and QB sneak. QB sneak. Okay. There's four plays there, right? Yep. And so the t- football team's in the huddle, and then we as fans are voting. Yeah. You, I think you vote and you vote for the player you want to throw it to. Okay. So we do hail mary to Josh Gordon. Yeah. And then majority of us vote for that, and then that team has to do it. Yes. Okay, so that, that team, team does it. What if Josh Gordon's covered on that play? You just force it? I, I that part I don't know, but okay. that's what is because there is a part like in the NFL. Oh yeah, that happens. Like you, you have like your first option, but mm-hmm. part of the recruit, even when we were talking about the draft earlier, is like part of the recruiting process is being able to go to your second and third, yep. and then your check down. You know, like you need to be able to like okay, first guy's covered, second guy's covered, go to your check down. You know, be able to read the defense like that. Yeah, and so if you had to force it, man, unless unless they don't, so you might they, like you might pick the play and you pick Josh Gordon. They probably run the play. If they throw it to Josh Gordon, you get the points. Sure, yep. That's where I under I could see that happening more. Yeah. So basically, it's a set, it's basically like arena football. You remember arena football seven? On, it was like seven on seven. You so had, that's how it's played. Yes, you okay. have three. You have three linemen. It's only forty yards. They only go. It's only a fifty yard field. Oh wow! Indoor. Yeah. Yikes. And you have your you have your boundaries, which are the walls. If you get pushed in the wall, you're out of bounds. Um, okay. And then 
uh, there's no extra points. So there's no kicking. What they do for your extra point is wide receiver versus DB. And you do yards jump ball. back. Basically, you run a play and you score from like the five. That's hmm. your that's your extra point. Okay. So, yeah, it was really weird. It's just another league that I do not see happening. Like, like the XFL? Yeah, mm-hmm. just leagues that don't go. Well, what's his name? Dwayne The Rock bought the XFL. Did he? He did. Okay, I didn't he know. He bought that. it, and I think he's going to try to keep it going whenever Gosh, yeah whenever happens There's but i remember the afl tried to try to do stuff but yep. but this it's one just sounds another... like this one sounds like it might have some traction though because it's not just straight football where it's a lower league of football because that doesn't yeah. work, that doesn't work very well for a sport like football that you mm-hmm. can get injured so easily mm-hmm. and but the this brings the fans i could actually see like why i was going with this is like what if there's a person like you or i or whoever other random person is yeah. voting for these consistently and becomes the number one on the leaderboard like and does very very well mm-hmm. do you think that they eventually get a head coaching or a coaching opportunity in football huh and it's like this place where you can sort of find people who maybe aren't in the coaching staff right now because most times it's like homegrown yeah player either a past player becoming a coach in football right like in the nfl or somebody who's like brought in as a scout Mm-hmm. And then they worked their way up to a coordinator, or uh, you know something like that, and then worked their way all the way up to a head coaching job. Yeah, but perhaps this is a way, almost like That'd the G League, cool. G League for coaching. Yeah, we want to sign up. 